Welcome to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast. Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy Award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. Hey, this is Pam Perry, and thank you so much for tuning in to Get Out There, Get Known Podcast. I'm here with Sean Fair, and we're going to be talking about the speaking business. So who is Sean Fair? He is a friend of mine. He also is the leader in the motivation in the motivational speaking and training industry. He is a renowned expert in the area of corporate leadership, which we'll talk about later about leadership, vision, time mastery, consultative sales, business development, and coaching. Fair Consulting Group for more information. But Sean is also a a big supporter of Speakers Magazine. He has a lot of his speakers that that do advertorials in Speakers Magazine. He himself has a book. He was in also in there as well. His book is called Effective Leadership. And we're going to just really talk about how his leadership tour took a pivot in this uh, pandemic. So, Sean, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much, Pam, for inviting me. I, I am happy to be here. Yes, yes. So tell us a little bit about how you got started in this whole speaking industry and then tell us about your leadership tour and how that has been the phenomenon. Well, I'm trying to figure out how do I want to shape this story, but I'll, I'll try to make this brief. Okay. I started my career back in 1996 when Bill Clinton passed the Telecom Act of 1996. And so if, if you guys remember, there was a company called Cellular One. It was the very first wireless company here in the Detroit area. And I started off in customer service. I was there for about a year or so. And when Bill Clinton passed the Telecom Act of 1996, a lot of these competitive local exchange carriers popped up. And there was a company called USN Communications that actually accepted me in. And by the way, I had no business getting the job because wireless and telecom is like Chinese and English. (laughs) But the manager hired me because I reminded her of her ex-husband. So it must have been something good about the ex-husband. And so therefore, I started there. And I did a wonderful job and I, I went up the, ch- the corporate train quickly. So I went from account manager to sales manager, from sales manager to sales director, from sales director. I went to state director and then I transitioned over to SBC as the vice president of sales and, and marketing. Wow. But through all of that, Pam, I was always doing some form of training. And that was the first half of my career. The back half, I jumped into training. And I was a national trainer for a large telecom company for some period of time. I was the vice president of training for a division of AT&T and T-Mobile. And in the last stop, I was an executive trainer for the largest textile restoration company in the world. And through being on those platforms or in those organizations, I was always speaking on big platforms and I developed somewhat of a following. And sooner or later, I just said to myself, you know, instead of doing this inside of corporations, why not do this outside of corporations? And that's that is so cool. You know, I knew a lot about you, but I did not know that's where it all started in the telecommunications industry. 
And so it, it is It is one of these things too, Sean, where people fall in love with the stage. And uh, so where was the the thing to just say, you know what, I really want to do this more. Who was your inspiration, I guess you would say, that you would see? I would have to say John Maxwell was a, a big time inspiration. And I mean, as you know, he, he is a Christian and I'm also a Christian. And so I like the way he delivered his messages. And so he's able to take some of the Christian and biblical principles mm-hmm. and package them in a way where he can deliver it in corporate America. And, and that intrigued me quite a bit. And the way he delivered his messages, I also thought was intriguing. He's very engaging. And the way that he he delivers his messages is different. It's so simple what he says. Mm-hmm. He says it in such a way like it's, you, you heard something new, but it really wasn't new. Right. This was the so way that, he delivered. That was inspiring to me. That is so. So tell us about, so you went on and you're doing like a lot of sales training, corporate leadership development, and then you had this idea or this epiphany to take a theater and turn it into a, I guess you would say a stage for speakers. And so this was one of the ones that the uh, Sean Fair and the Chosen 12, this was one of the first leadership tours that you did with Speakers Magazine. This was in 2019, I believe. This was in 2019. So tell us how this came about and the whole process of how to help, I guess you say, how you help speakers get out there and get known. Because a lot of them have the the goods, they have the raw materials, but what does what do you do with them that makes them stand out? All right, so you, you gave me a two-part question here. So as I was doing Mm-hmm. That's what, listen, as I was doing training across the country, I would post on social media exactly where I was going. Okay, I'm going to California, I'm going to New Jersey, I'm going to Arizona, and I would just post that every single week. And I was on the road three, four times um, a month, and people would take notice. And I always tell folks, it's, it's always good to post what you're doing on social media, so 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 people can take interest in what you're doing. And in that, um, the director of Imagine Theaters had been following me for some years. Ah. And he called me up and he says, Sean, listen, I, we would love to meet with you. I says, well, meet with me for what? And he says, well, we got a problem. He says, we have a lull between 9 a.m. and 1 o'clock p.m. And we were wondering if you can take your corporate clients from the corporate classroom, from the hotel conference room to the big screen at Imagine Theaters. And so I met with them. I met with um, uh, Paul Glantz and, and his team. And one thing led to another. The next thing you know, they gave me a, a great deal to put on corporate training programs on the big screen that Imagine Theaters. And I did the very first one by myself and I sold out of it. I did a second one and it was myself and Joy Calloway. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marcus Wright was a part of that one as well. And we sold out of that one. And then all of a sudden I, I started to think, you know, this is a great platform for speakers. Yes. And, yeah. and that's how it, it evolved over a period of time. It's like, wow, we can, we can, we can generate our own audience mm-hmm. and then we can get a great message out there. And, and now speakers can get some exposure through the, the theater. That's how it all started. And so one of the coolest things that I like about it when I uh, saw the one in 2019 was the fact that you um, taped it very similar to like a TED talk and the speakers, because one of the things that speakers need, 
They need great photos. They need to, well, first they need to have a message and, the, and you rehearse them with the message. Then they need like the, the materials of what I call like the materials in the ready, set, go phase. It's like the set. So you need a one sheet, you need a bio, you need the photos, but they always struggle with the speaking reel. And so that part right there is where you really help them get that package in and it looks so professional. So how have they used or how have some of your, I guess you would say people who um, have gone through the program, how have they used the speaking reel to get, get business, I guess you would say? Well, a lot of the speakers, they're starting to understand where to find the opportunities. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to give away too many secrets on, on this particular call, but there's one in that one. Those two yeah, are. Yeah, graduates. absolutely. <laughs> they're, they're going to the internet and they're finding opportunities to write in as a speaker. And here's what they found out when they were writing in. They're asking them for some information. Mm -hmm. the information that they're asking them for is one, what is your, what is your title of your speech? Mm -hmm. uh, what are the three objectives? What are the three different takeaways? And, and really just kind of give us the scope of the message. But then after they ask you all of that, they're asking you for photos, they're asking you for your bio, and then they're asking you for footage. Yes. And, and here's the problem. You can have all those things that I just mentioned, but if you don't have footage, they're not going to pick you. Because at the end of the day, no one's going to pay someone $10,000 or $15,000 or $20,000, and they can't see what you bring to the table on stage. And in most cases, they don't want to see like a 30-second or 45-second promo piece. They want to see at least 8 to 12 minutes of fluent you on the stage. Mm -hmm. and, they, and they also, too, want to see some interaction of the audience as well. So you provide the audience interaction as well so that people can hear them. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That is genius. So one of the ones was Dr. Bridget Hurd. She also made the transition, I guess you would say, from being a person that I want to speak to now I am speaking. And she was one, I believe this was in 2020 where she did her tour as well. And so you have a lot of the speakers because what it is is when they are in the leadership tour, you actually give them a little bit more than the training and the rehearsing of how to deliver your speech, but you also give them some shine as well, like in terms of getting in Speakers Magazine. Because I find this, Sean, one of the things that's most interesting is that when people see themselves in a different light in terms of in a publication, or uh, even when they do their photo shoot, it gives them a different vision of themselves. Or when you're doing the, uh, when they're on the stage at the Imagine and they see themselves up on that big screen, it gives them a different vision of themselves and they can pitch themselves differently. And they're more or less like a different kind of person at this point. It's like, it went from a dream to like, I can really do this. I can really do this. So what are some of the other things that, um, you have done that you have done post COVID or during COVID that has changed that um, obviously you're going into theaters and theaters were closed. So what did you do differently uh, during the pandemic? There's, there's, there's quite a few things that we, that we changed. And there was quite a few things that we learned during the pandemic. Um, we had 30 days where we were frozen and we didn't know what to do. We we're trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. But after a while, we said, we, listen, we, we got to move. We have to do something here. And so we used to audition speakers in person. Right. And, and that was a big deal for us because it was lights, camera, action. And it was just this it was just this wonderful venue. And, and the speakers would be excited about it, being in that environment. 
but we can no longer do that. And so we decided to do auditions via Zoom. And so when we started to push out the information about the Zoom auditions, what we realized is that our reach was much further than what we thought it was. Because most of our speakers were coming from Michigan, maybe Ohio for the most part. But now that we're doing the auditions on Zoom, we have speakers that are coming from New York to California, to the UK, from Nigeria, from India. They're coming from all over the place. So our reach has expanded just because we started doing auditions virtually. I love it. That's number one. Number two, we're not doing the theaters right now because of the the mandate and we can only have a certain number of people in the venue. Mm -hmm. So we decided to go to the hotels, at least during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, Once Mm -hmm. that ends, we'll probably go back to the theater. But the hotels allows us to to put 25% capacity into the conference room. So we'll have a room of 300 and we can at least get 50 people in the room and it's intimate and we socially distance six feet apart Mm -hmm. and wearing their mask. And so we change from that aspect. But the biggest part is that we now stream the event. So uh-huh. audience has expanded. OK. Dramatically, OK. Right. So the pandemic for us has been a major blessing. And now that we've expanded our reach, we do the event more often. So now we're doing like every other month when last year we were only doing like two in a year. Right. And so that is a that is a drastic change for us. That is cool. So every other month, a bigger audience and people are international or national. So they're Absolutely. flying in to the events and they're staying at the hotel. And that was the other thing is that people were willing to buy a plane ticket. Mm-hmm. They're willing to be here for three to four days at the hotel, mm-hmm. you know, take care of all of their expenses because, number one, they want the exposure. They want to be in the environment. And speaking is really blown up during the pandemic. People see this as an opportunity, right? Number one, to have a second line of income coming in. But number two, they're all looking to get into this business full time. And they see this platform is a a method or part of their strategy in order to leave their nine to five to do something that they truly enjoy, which is pouring into people. Mm -hmm. It's their it's their launching pad. So what you have provided for them is your launching pad of pulling all their things together that they need to speak. And so why is it leadership? Do they have to always speak on leadership? What if they want to speak on, I don't know, basket weekend? I mean, is it so the topic always have to do with leadership? Yeah, well, you know, Pam, it's somewhat deceptive, right? Because (laughs) when we started this, it was about corporate leadership and we were looking for corporate trainers but then we had speakers coming to us and like, well, Sean, can I speak about Jesus? Can I speak about this? Can I speak about that? And, and I said to myself, well, I think we need to expand our scope on this. And leadership is a broad topic. It is broad. It's right. very broad. And so now it's more not corporate leadership, but now it's about leading yourself. Okay. So okay. we allow people to pretty much talk about whatever they want to talk about, as long as they're giving some best practices that help general society. As long as it's legal and it's ethical. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of flexibility for you. Do you right? find so a lot of your, do you we're, find we're, a lot open? Now every now and then, I was gonna say every blue moon, some will have a topic where we have to have a, a discussion about it. Um, but for the most part, people come to it with some really good topics that bring real value to society. And what I like about so many times people come to me and they want publicity. And they want me to help them with their book. So they have a book or they want me to help them promote whatever it is that they have. 
And one of the things where you said when they're filling out the forms for a speaker, same thing with the publicist. If I'm going to do PR for you, there's certain things that you need. So I told someone the other day, I says, you don't even have a website, boo. I said, I can't really do PR for you because the first thing the media is going to do is Google you. I said, if they Google you, that you only have a website. He says, well, I have a YouTube channel. I said, but you don't have a website. You don't, you don't have all the things that really would require, um, it, even if you're trying to get my magazine, I said, I don't even know where to go get your materials and your, your photos and that sort of thing. So you, you provide them with structure. And they, they have like, I guess you say they're like a cohort of other speakers that they see this speaker has a one sheet, this speaker's bio is correct. Uh, and we've gone back and forth about like, okay, they need this type of photo or they need this kind of bio. They need a short bio. They can't send me 5,000 words or they need to speak in a language that the media speaks, not speak so Christianese that the media will say, you know what, this is really a pastor. They're not really a speaker. So you really train them through that. And then a lot of times you have them come through the Ready, Set, Go Speak program too, if they need other things as well, because this is new for them. If they were a nurse previously, or they were a manager or an attorney, they don't know how to promote themselves as a speaker. They, they know how to speak, but they need to know certain languages. They need to know about podcasting, if they need to create a podcast or how to be a podcast guest. That's something that you teach them as well. So speak to that a little bit. Well, let me just say this. Well, Pam, you, you've helped us over the years with our speakers and you've done a tremendous job with them. There's, there's a few things that we tell every speaker that they need. And, and if you're not willing to do these things, there's no point in you even being in the business. No, number one is branding. Right? You, you, have to be, you have to be branded as a speaker. And most of the speakers that come to the platform, 95% of them are not. Mm-hmm. The, the other thing is if you want to be a successful speaker, and you want to be in that upper percentile, you have to have a platform. And what I consider to be a platform, it means that you have something that people want to be connected to that they're willing to pay for it. For me, that's a platform. That way, you don't have to count on a client right, to generate revenue. You can generate your own revenue. You can have your own events and people are coming to you. Right. You can have your own programs and people are willing to pay for your programs because of the value that you bring into their lives. The other piece is that you got to have credibility. And the only way that you get credibility is by being in publications like Speakers Magazine. For example, Mm -hmm. the more publications that you're in, the more credible that you are. So if I Google you Mm -hmm. and I don't see anything about you other than your, your Facebook page and and maybe your LinkedIn page and that's it. Uh, that says to me that you don't do this very often, right? So if, if I'm a, someone who's willing to pay you, uh, you're probably not going to be my, my first choice. And so those are, those are three things. And the last thing is, is footage. You got to have the footage. Uh, if you have those oh things, good footage. <laughs> yeah, and good footage and good, good footage. audio and good audio. If you have those four things, then you're in position. And I want to go back to something you said earlier. If you're not willing to spend the money, then you're probably not going to be do very well at this. And I, and I tell the speakers all the time, if you were to open up, if you were to um, get a franchise, they're going to charge you a certain amount of money for all those things that I just mentioned. They have it already packaged for you. If it's a, a small franchise, it may be 10000 It could be 20000 The bigger the franchise is, the more money that you have to pay up front. But now you're your own franchise. And so you have to spend money to get those things. You don't have them. 
So spending is, is absolutely necessary. You have to spend on the right things, but spending is necessary. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We're talking with Sean Fair from Fair Consulting Group, who has a, a leadership tour that he does every other month. Uh, he was doing them earlier on twice a year in the theater, Imagine Theater in Metro Detroit area. And now he's really converted it. Uh, pandemic wise has made it so that we're doing more things on Zoom, but he made the transition. And now the audience has expanded the number of people that are coming from different areas, not just in Michigan, but coming from all over. They're flying in and he's doing the thing. And it's really, really working well because people are now seeing themselves like they've never seen themselves. You were telling me about this young lady here that she was a cohort in the group and the leadership tour. And she wrote a book and the person who she wrote the book, who helped her write the book, was in the cohort with her. So people meet each other as well, where they're, they, I guess you would say, they. how long do they spend with, with each other in terms of uh, practicing, I guess you'd say, a week or rehearsing a week so they get to know each other? They are with each other approximately five months. And even though they're all over the country, we put them on an, an app where they get a chance to interact with one another. They get a chance to communicate with one another mm -hmm. and a lot of content to them on a daily, on a daily basis. And they're all responding and they get a chance to, to really understand who are they connected with. Yes, that, and and some good. speakers have some really big platforms um, that are in the program. And, and some of the ones that are new, they get a chance to connect with those individuals. It's a very powerful it. thing. I love it. So this one is Tiffany Smith. She was with Dream Consulting. So she's down in Atlanta now. And talk about Marcus. Marcus Wright, he was in one of the issues as well. Um, I believe that he was one that I saw. And now he's working, I think, side by side with you for a lot of the, with the leadership tour. Yeah, he is. Um, he is my VP of operations. And when we first started, Marcus was working a nine to five. Ah. Now he's not working nine to five and he's he's a speaker and he's a coach and a consultant. As a matter of fact, he's here in the Detroit area this week and he's working with the um, Ypsilanti school system and he's doing some coaching and, and counseling there. There's Marcus here. And I can mm -hmm. tell you that his branding has gotten so much better. And now that he's well branded people are starting to come to him for things versus him going to, to others to, to, um, you know, to ask them for business. And, yeah. and that's what, that's what branding will do for you. It's a magnet. It really it's a magnet. You know, you go to a social media page, you can see exactly who he is and exactly what it is that he does. And that there's brand consistency all the way through post after post, after post, after post. And it makes a difference. That is such a come up. There's a new person that is in here. This is uh, Pastor Anthony Shannon as well. He's going to be in the one that's coming up soon. But his brand, he had a book and he had branding, he had photos and things like that. But I can see that even Dr. Cynthia Hickman, she's in it as well. Her branding has come up. And like I said, when people see themselves in that light, they live up to it. It's like they live up to their own vision of themselves because they can see it now. They had it in them, but now it's like in the physical form, like, wow, you know, this is this is me now. And, I, and I'm looking at it, it's like it was you all the time, boo. You just didn't have the right pieces together. And so when I see people in your, um, you know, the, the leadership tour, Dr. Missy is one. She's doing fabulous as well. Toy, Toy Banks. Banks is doing well. Oh, and then you also too, there's another piece too. talk about the show. So, and then we'll, we'll kind of wrap up because you have them, you have the best of the best on a, um, you know, you stream them. 
right? So we have we have two shows that are coming up right now. We have an April show on April 10th. That's going to be at the Embassy Suites uh, in Troy, Michigan by Hilton. And then we have another show that's on June 12th. On April 10th and June 12th, we have 40 speakers that are going to be hitting the platform. And it's going to start at 9 o'clock a.m. And we'll go all the way to about 8 o'clock p.m. And there is two shows on each day. So there's a morning show and an afternoon show. And the speakers have been doing a tremendous job rehearsing and recording their speeches and delivering their speeches to us and recording their speeches and then redoing the speeches. And they're just about ready. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We, we've already sold a, a tremendous number of tickets already. So it's a live stream event. So if you're not here in the Detroit area, all you have to do is go to Eventbrite and just put in Leadership Experience Tour. We'll pop right up. And the tickets are only $25. It's an event that you don't want to miss. And if if there are some things that you're trying to change in your life, um, this is an event that you want to listen to. So many times people are so willing to change their circumstances, but they're not willing to change themselves. And if you just listen to these speakers, you'll find out there's things in you that you can change. And so one of the things I was alluding to was the fact that I think you have the Sean Fair show. Yeah, we also yeah we have a television show now, uh, the Sean <laughs> right. Fair TV channel. Yeah, and it's on on, on on stage on stage. It is airing also on Roku and Apple TV and iOS, okay. and there's three other channels. I can't remember the the, the channels. We're also um, on Exposure TV as well. Okay. And so we okay. just uh, we have a, an agreement with them. So we're trying to take everything that we're doing and putting on as many platforms as we possibly can. Because here, here's the thing, none of the stuff matters that we've talked about if you don't have exposure. Exactly. Exposure is the number one thing. Now, those other things matter once you get the exposure. So don't 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 discount that. But exposure is very important. Mm-hmm. Getting out there and getting known is one of the main things. So you could be the world's best kept secret, but if people don't know about you, it's important. So with this, we do LinkedIn Live and we do YouTube Live. YouTube, it stays on the channel on Pam Perry TV, but the podcast is everywhere. So the podcast is wherever you can find the, the, the podcast. If it's iHeart, it's Spotify, Pandora, whatever, whatever, but it's the same information. So I want people to understand that you could do all the, you could be the best speaker, but if you don't know how to step into your power to brand better, stronger, more consistent, more consistent of whatever it is that you do. Um, there was a young lady, I think her name was Kashan Newton. Uh, she has a podcast, I believe it is. is Keisha, it a Keisha Newton. Yes. She, some time ago, she used to be a radio talk show host. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the time that I met her, she was a professor at Grand Valley State University. And she did a tremendous job uh, on stage and she got some exposure. And I'm not saying that mm-hmm. our platform boosted her, but I think it played somewhat of a role in, in addition to some other things that she was doing. And now um, she's back on on radio again. Yes. And she's become a phenomenal speaker and she's doing a lot of coaching and she's just a she's just a wonderful person. So we see tremendous growth from the time that uh, a person joins our platform to mm-hmm. the time get on that stage. There's there's tremendous growth. And it's not just growth in speaking. You know, it's, it's growth in you. They find growth in, the, in themselves through going through this process. And that's one of the things I see that they are, just some of the ones that I know that have gone through it, I see because they have seen themselves 
in a different light and and the in the practice okay practice not just practice in the mirror but they're practicing in front of each other all right there's just a difference of when you're going to know you're going to practice in front of some a group of your your colleagues so that's one of the things that you do as well i i really really do like that and then you have the social media that you do for them as well that helps them see themselves differently so talk about that as well what you provide in terms of their social uh sharing so when they come to the platform there's a few things that we do for them number one we put them in an event promo video mm-hmm. which goes on to my social media page and 25 other facebook platforms and then they start to share it to their network as well and of course when people see them in these these promo videos the first thing that the first question that's asked is what are you into like what is this right here i mean it's 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 instant elevation it's instant Mm -hmm. elevation and then we do an announcement card that says you've been chosen to be a part of the leadership experience tour and when we push that out and they push it out all of a sudden they're getting 50 60 70 90 responses you know from people that they know and don't know saying hey congratulations it's Mm -hmm. it's exposure that's what it does And this is Kashan here. She, uh, the title of herself is Master Tor- Storyteller, and it includes her speaking topics. And a lot of this, when we put them in Speakers Magazine, we tell them exactly what it is that we need because this stays on the website. So all your speakers have forever, forever and ever on the website with their speaking reels on the website. So when people Google them, like you said, not only do they find them in the magazine, but they'll actually find them on the website. They'll see their YouTube channel. They'll see them in the, in the demo reel. It is all about getting the exposure. But what I like is that you actually take them through to make sure that they, first you audition them to see if they really have the desire and see if they have the the raw goods. Then you actually practice with them every week and you give them the ABCs of how to really give a speech and what, what, what are all the parts of it? I saw, uh, is a person that you did, um, was it Toy? It was Toy Banks. Toy Banks. And, yes, and she was really good. Now, she was always really good, but because I knew her before your your uh, leadership tour experience, and then I saw her afterwards, I could tell she, was, she had a little bit more polish, just a little bit more polish, because before she was just really, you know, she had energy, but it was just not contained. But before, but after I saw her, I was like, wow. She's really, really doing good. She's really doing good. So, Sean, what is it that um, you at, you do in the show? You have that as well. Who goes on the show, too? Or is it like the best? Like you have 40, you said you have 40 people. So are all 40 going to be on the Sean Fair TV uh, on the, you know, Roku and Amazon Fire and all that? Or, or do you select like the top five? That's a great question. So when they go through the audition process, we tell them the top six. Okay. But we've, what we decided to do is to live stream the entire event on the platform. Ah. So all, okay. of them, all of them will get the exposure. And so we have pressed upon them that we need perfection from everybody. Mm-hmm. It's very, very important. So we're, we're putting a lot of pressure on them. And so far, they've all stepped up to the plate. Good. And, you know, just our track record is that 99.9% of the people do a really, really good job when they get on that stage. And we have a methodology behind who goes first right. and who, who's at the end. Right. Uh, we really, we find one of our best, we put them up front and, and not because we just want to kick the show off with a bang. Well, we do, but it puts a lot of pressure on everybody else that comes behind them. Ah, to okay. I got it. That's true. 
It's like, oh, I got to I got to come after that. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it helps. It. it helps and it motivates. Well, good, good. Well, Sean, thank you so much for joining um, us today. I want people to go to Sean Fair Consulting Group if they want to get more information on how to get in the next one. You do them every other month and uh, they can get tickets as well. So if they just want to reach out to you, go to Sean uh, consulting group and get more information there. But I just think this is cool. And just also to let people know if they are feeling like, okay, I'm not really, really ready. I just, I don't know about this whole branding myself thing, ready, set, go speak. We're one, we're there all the time to help people really get it together in terms of pulling their whole brand together. The ready phase in terms of what is your messaging, what's your platform, who is your target audience, just learning all of that. And then the set phase is like getting your collaterals together uh, we work with some great photographers. Monica Morgan is one of the photographers that we work with as well. And you know her as well. And then um, we have some other ones as well. And then the go phase is really just doing media, really pitching you out to the media. Because once you have all your other stuff, you got a speaking reel, you got your all of this, your website together, then you can go on superstar stages and media places. So that's the whole point of it. Just making sure that everybody is seen in the right leg, light. So is there anything before we got close out here that you'd like to share? I don't think so. I'm just happy to be on the on this platform with you, Pam. I think this is absolutely awesome. And, you know, educating people about, you know, really putting themselves out there, I think is really important because I think a lot of people don't know. And so I think this they can get your book. Oh, I forgot about that. All right. So I have a book. Thank you for reminding me, Pam. And <laughs> yes. it's Effective Leadership, The Antidote to Corporate Dysfunction. Mm. And so if you are in corporate America, whether you are a leader or an employee, it doesn't matter which. If you're an employee, you need to know how leaders are supposed to be supposed to treat you. And right. if you are a leader, you're supposed to know how to treat the employee. If you read this book, you'll understand exactly what it means. I like that. To be a leader and, and how you heard, you yeah. as an employee. Yes. Yeah, and you heard um, how Sean, how he, his background, he started in one and then pretty he went through all the ranks in the corporation. So he says this is not a theory based book. This is really one that real issues that occur in real corporations. So make sure they can get this at Amazon or Fair Consulting Group. They can go to fairconsultinggroup.com and then the book will pop right up or they can go to Amazon. OK, cool, cool. Well, Sean Fair, thank you so much for joining us today. We will see you on the tour. All right. Thanks so much, Pam. And, and we look forward to having you on the stage April 10th. Don't forget. All right. All right. Take care. All right. Bye -bye. Take care. You too. You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com, where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to PamPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch. In order to be considered in media places or superstar stages, PamPerryPR.com, where you help you shine like a superstar.